This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What up, Clock Dodgers? It is episode 89 of the Clock Dodgers podcast. I am your host, Neil. Our guest today is Steph Shirell. You guys know Steph. She's been on the show before. Marketing, marketing, you know, a little wizard of marketing. Yeah, you guys know. Well, today we covered a whole bunch of hot topics and things that are buzzing in the streets and music and entertainment. It was a, it was a fun conversation. And I say episode 89, but it's, it's weird the way I've numbered these things because we have episodes like 15 minute breaks, Game of Thrones. They're all like their own unique series. So when I say episode 89, you have to take that with a grain of salt. We're really like 120 something in right? We're, we're in there deep. But uh, this is episode 89 for argument's sake. There's no argument being had, but <laughs> for some kind of sake. Uh, but again, it was a fun conversation. This episode is brought to you by No Halftime. They are the sponsor of the Cloud Dodgers podcast. If you haven't played, if, if you play daily fantasy sports and you don't play No Halftime, I just encourage you to do so. If you use the promo code CLOCK when you sign up and you make your first deposit, you'll get a 50% bonus up to $50. That's what's up. No halftime. It's a daily fantasy sports app different than anyone you've ever played. So if you're not familiar, go visit nohalftime.com or even just on your app store right now, look up no halftime. I promise you, you use the promo code, you're going to have a lot of fun. You, your friends, your family, your enemies, whatever you want to do, you're going to have fun. I would, be t- I would not talk about it if, if I didn't believe it. But let's get to the conversation. Steph Sherell, you guys know what it is. It's always fun to chat with her. We're going to do more of these kind of episodes. It's It, it was fun. You'll see. You'll enjoy it. Um, I'll catch you on the other end. We'll, we'll catch up on some other stuff really quick, of course. Just if, if you're listening right now and you're new to the show, the only thing I ask you is this. If you enjoy it at the end, if you could just hit that little subscribe button on your podcast app, it means a lot to us. It means the world to us, really. If you could tell a friend... After you hit subscribe, that's even that's even better. If you could tweet it, make an Instagram post about it, throw it up on Facebook, anything you can do. The word of mouth is greatly appreciated. I cannot put a value on it. I can't even thank you enough for it. So please, if you could do that, it'd be it'd be really greatly appreciated. Cloudnighters.com is the website where you can find all kinds of unique articles. You can find these episodes. You can find everything you want there. You can buy the t-shirts, you can buy the wristbands. Any anything you want to do is there. You are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers Podcast. Clock Dodgers Podcast. What's up, Stephanie? Hi, how are you, Clock Dodgers Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Obviously, for anyone, you know, you've been on the show before, but for anyone who doesn't know, this is this is Steph from uh, S. Mitchell Marketing, right? So, hi, everything good today? Um, yeah, everything's great today. I have 
I would go on a tangent, but I'm going to spare you from that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so we had this idea. We've been talking for a while since you last came on about, you know, doing another episode, having you come on again and talk. Um, the last one was fun. So I figured we would do it again. We got some, you know, we got some good topics to discuss and everything. But I mean, before we get into that, though, I mean, I know you've been busy. So obviously, you know, the marketing world has been good, right? Yeah, marketing is going great. It's always exciting. Um, being an entrepreneur has its, um, you know, it has its challenging moments for sure <laughs> that you typically don't have in a nine to five, but the client work is really exciting and a lot of fun. And also the potential of things you can work on is always exciting. So, yeah, I, I always, I, I always see like when things are going on, like we're going to talk about some things, obviously that, you know, for, for marketing, um, include it's, you know, include social media and stuff like that. And, I feel like every time I see something happening, I feel like marketing is such a, a big thing these days. You know what I mean, like and, and all, all these big things that are happening, I feel like you can all kind of intertwine with marketing. You know what I mean? Yes, for sure. And especially on the social media front, because if you look at the current events that are happening now, a lot of it is all unrolling on social media. So um, it's definitely integrated. Absolutely. So I figured, so I mean, I mean, okay, so we caught out, we know you're doing good. I'm doing good. You're busy. Work is good. Life is good. Obviously you said you're going to spare some details. So we'll, we'll, we'll right. say that for now, but, but I guess let's jump straight into some of these, um, these topics. Cause we got a lot of good ones, a lot of stuff going on right now. So, um, yeah. the first thing I wanted to talk to you about was, um, and I, and again, this goes straight into like social media and everything is, is the vice president, um, decided that he was going to visit, you know, a football game, watch a football game. And it was the Colts versus the 49ers. And, and the first thing he does obviously is takes pictures and says he's there and all this kind of stuff. And then he bolts and he leaves, you know, because he said that the players kneeled and that, you know, he felt it was disrespectful. You know, the same thing we've been hearing forever now since they've been doing it. But, you know, a lot of people took to social media instantly, especially because he did. I mean, that's where he, that's where he was kind of relaying all these things. And so I wanted to kind of get your take on that because, you know, like I said, social media seems to be the outlet that we're all using now. It's like it's faster than the news. It's faster than everything. And this is where, you know, politicians now are taking their I don't know what you want to call it, but like where they're bringing their fight to almost, you know, what I mean, like with, between uh, him and Trump and all this kind of stuff. So what, how do you feel about all this right now? I mean, a lot is obviously being said and there's a lot to, you know, to, to unpackage. But how, how do you feel just on the outside looking in at the, you know, just the, over the whole thing? Um, I feel like everybody with a sane mind would look at it. It's very crazy. I feel like we're not even, we're not even like living through a real presidency right now. Like I, I've always been the type of person that's like, I'm not going to talk about Trump. Like I'm not going to give him any more attention than I feel like he deserves, which right now he doesn't deserve (laughs) any of my attention aside from bringing awareness to the stupid things that he's doing, but he does stupid things every day. Um, (laughs) But in terms of him bringing him and Mike Pence bringing, um, I mean, all the politicians in general, this is just such a headache, but like everybody's on Twitter and everybody's just using this as a platform to sort of say things that um, they feel like they should say. And the funny thing is that like the, one of the number one, or I would say not one of the number one, it doesn't make sense, but one of the top like things <laughs> about social media, one of the top rules is that you don't tweet when you're really emotional. So like if you're very angry or, you know, you feel like you're going to be offensive, you need to take a step back. Like that's one of the first things you learn as a social media manager. Um, obviously Trump did not get that memo. Neither did my <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> And so, like, 
this leaves a lot of, I mean, I mean, they, they can't use it. You know, it's a platform that they can't use. There's not anything that says that a president can't tweet his feelings. Right. Um, but I just think it's unfortunate that we are dealing with um, an administration that is so immature and that lacks values and direction and they don't have any filter and they don't have any morals or values. And I just think that it's it's very telling of where we are as a people that we've gotten this far. Right. I I agree with you on that. I mean, as far as I mean, it's hard to disagree as far as a, a lot of people are saying. Obviously, this was a planned move um, to sort of either stir the pot or divide people or or however you want to look at it. Do you agree with that? That this was completely one hundred percent set up. Oh, one hundred percent, one thousand. That's crazy, right? That's crazy <laughs> that we're even saying that. It's so crazy. It, it's so funny to me because you know, have you ever watched House of Cards? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know how you watch shows like that, and you're like, this could never happen. Uh-huh. Like, this, yeah. like, <laughs> like this stuff is like it could never be. But I mean, it it happens, and we hear about people being like so crooked, and like hearing about all of these things that happen in Washington that you never think would happen, and this is just one of those things, and. Um, from what I was reading, this whole stunt cost taxpayers $200,000 just for him to, to cause a show, to prove a point. I'm not really sure. But I mean, he was very, first of all, if you're a vice president, you're very aware of what's happening, um, in the climate and like what could possibly happen if you go to a game. So a rational person would be like, okay, if I'm going to the football game, if they're going to kneel, you know, as a leader, I'm going to, you know, keep my composure or, you know, this is how I'm going to handle it. You don't just storm off irrationally. Like, yeah. you know, like that was so planned. Yeah, that's one of the biggest issues, I think, with this, you know, administration or whatever you want to call it is, is the way they, you know, mm-hmm. act so quickly and kind of it's so like you said, you want to step back from something before you react. And it's almost like they, they can't do that. Do you know what I mean? No, you definitely can. <laughs> well, it's and, like mental disorder. Yeah, and, and an important thing that you mentioned was, you know, when, when I said all these politicians are, are tweeting now and they're all on all these social media apps, and you said, well, the president could tweet, he could do whatever he wants. Um, it's interesting that you say that because um, I don't know if you've seen where Jamel Hill from ESPN got suspended again. Mm-hmm. Um, so she got suspended, and pretty much the reason it was because she was talking politics and, you know, kind of getting involved in that stuff again, um, which, you know, we're in a weird time, right? Where like social media is blending with your job and your workplace, especially when you have a platform sort of because of the employment, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Where your, 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 your voice is louder because of them. Where, where do you stand on that? Being that, you know, you deal with marketing and social marketing and all this kind of stuff. Where do you feel about, you know, when you have a job like that yeah, and the president could be kind of one of those situations where you shouldn't be allowed to just tweet you know, your feelings, but it's, it's so, it's, I feel like it's such a bad, hard thing to balance. You know I mean, like you have this moral place where you're at, where you want to, you know, you have a, a reach right now, but then at the same time, you're getting paid by somebody to tell you not to do that. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's different from what Jamil was doing as opposed to like what Trump is doing or what a, like, I remember when Trayvon Martin, when that situation was happening, some like big B employee had like tweeted something like really offensive about, um, about him being murdered and you know she was fired as a result so like what Jamil was doing was totally different from that um she was actually doing her job like her job is to speak on these issues and she didn't say anything wrong she was saying you know if you have a problem with um what's the guy's name Jerry Jones right the Cowboys Jerry Jones right 
<laughs> with what Jerry Jones was saying, um, then don't take it up with the players. Like, it's, it's too much weight on the players' shoulders. You need to take it up with the advertisers because the all they care about is the money. So you need to go to the advertisers and say, like, we find this really offensive and, you know, you need to speak with this person about things that they said or pull your ads. I mean, she didn't even say that. I'm just saying that that's what I would say. Right, you know? right, like, right. Basically, that's what she she was saying is that take it up with the people that actually have the the power and um you know money is power so you have to go to the advertisers so she didn't do anything wrong but it is a you do have to find um I mean aside from her situation with, with all these times like all of the um, racial tensions and the political parties going at it um you know you do have to be cognizant of what you say because. I know we all like to think that we're all not racist and we're all, you know, we can all get along and we're everybody's all perfect. And <laughs> yeah, you know, but like really you could be working with someone who is, and not to say like I have anything against Republicans, but I don't. Um, but like, you know, it could be like somebody that is like a like stern Republican who is who, you know, maybe comes from a racist family or something like that or could be racist themselves. And, you know, you tweeting something and it could they could take it to a manager and it can go too far and you could be fired. And then you're like shocked that you're fired and it, it could really get out of control. Not to say that you should censor yourself from speaking out against what's wrong, but I'm just saying that, you know, the thing is that we have to stick up for what's right, regardless of what the consequences are. Right. You know, so, like if that takes, you know, um, I, I remember when the NFL uh, first started protesting, I was like, well, you know, like all these like NBA players and celebrities are like, you guys need to protest and you need to, you know, um, kneel. And I was like, well, yeah, it's easy for you to say, like, these NFL players don't have the best contracts. You know, they're already not. A lot of them aren't getting paid a whole lot of money. They have a family to support. Like, they don't want to they don't want to risk that. So I get their hesitation with wanting to kneel. Um and I just thought it was unfair for everybody to like have to like expect them to kneel. But at the same time, you know, we do have a responsibility as human beings with decency to say like this is wrong. And, and the whole thing about kneeling got taken out of context anyway. It wasn't even it's not even about where everybody's making it seem like it's about Colin Kaepernick was saying, stop killing us. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to stand for this national anthem. First of all, the lyrics are terrible. Like they're against right. everything we believe. <laughs> right. Like, you know, they go against me. And then I also feel like I'm not in a country where, um, you know, justice is really served and where they really care about about us as black people. Like basically just stop killing us. Right. And people took that and turned it into whatever other narrative they wanted to turn it into, like being anti-America or whatever. Right. Yeah, they basically switched the narrative, kind of distracted us from the point which you know, the, the the main point still isn't really talked about because we're busy talking about the distractions always, right? Um, and, 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 it's, and it's funny because you also mentioned with the whole, you know, social media thing, it's like, um, obviously the NFL teams at the end of the day on, on the owner's side is a business, right? And when you have a business and you want, you know, customers, you obviously don't want to offend customers because you lose them, right? So it's this weird balance where they're trying to run a business, their employees in a sense are trying to uh fix an issue you know which is kind of they're both button heads right because you're doing when you try to fix this issue you're also hurting their business to some people um and then other people say well 
obviously money isn't the important factor here. Those people that you're referring to, you don't even want their money in the first place kind of thing. You know, um, it's one of those weird places. Sports is a weird thing, right? It's just, it's a, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's important to a lot of people and it's a big part of a lot of people's life. And when you take anything else besides sports, you start to, to make a lot of people angry. It's weird. Like even on, even on the internet, if an athlete or uh, a social media account that's supposed to be sports oriented talks about something besides sports, people are like, Oh, I'm going to unfollow because you stopped talking about sports. Like what is going on here? You know what I mean? Like they, they want to escape that, I guess, you know? So, yeah. And, and, I, and I think that it's unfortunate that, um, well, I won't say that it's unfortunate that we are talking about race, and football because I feel like any opportunity where you can bring awareness to the injustice the injustices that are happening in America is, is a good platform right absolutely um, but you, you know and I remember even when people were telling like we're tweeting Jamil and we're like stick to sports and it's like well yeah we're sticking to sports but this is what's happening in sports and also these athletes are real people right you know like when they're on the court and you know something even if they don't do anything but they could be caught an n-word or which we have seen Mm -hmm. you know and a lot of um you know they've just been called out of racial slurs and like they're just supposed to like sit there and take that and not feel away or they're supposed to you know uh stand for the national anthem and when they know that like there's a 60 year old man that just got murdered in utah for riding a bike you know what yeah, i mean yeah and, like i just don't understand how people don't expect these football players to how, i don't know how they expect them to just play the game and to follow by the rules, especially when you have NFL owners that are talking to these NFL players like they're slaves, like basically telling them like, you need to do this. Or if you don't do this, then you can't play. And like, you know, it just seems very, very, it seems like we're going back in time. Like I honestly feel like we're living in the sixties and seventies. That's what it feels like sometimes. It does. Definitely feels that way to me. And, and, and one of the other, you know, points before we move on to other stuff. One of the other points that a lot of people say is, um, and I hear this, <clears throat> I hear this a lot. And obviously, you hear it a lot from white people or uh, people who are insensitive to the, you know, to the whole situation. They're like, oh, well, these are millionaires. They need to, you know, shut up. Um, they have all this money. You know, why are they worried about this? Or it's like, don't you understand that? You know the old saying, "Heavy is the head that wears the crown." Like when when you have this money and you have this spotlight. You feel, you know, you feel a responsibility to talk for the people who can't, you know what I mean? So, you know, regular, regular people, you know, can't get their voice heard like athletes can or like actors can or like musicians can or whatever the case may be. So, you know, Mm -hmm. those those guys are acting out not out of, um, you know, oh, I have millions of dollars. I can speak. They're acting out because other people can't. You know what I mean? And and, and we're hearing them. They're still black. Like, you know what I mean? You can have as many millions as you want. You're still a black person at the end of the day. And unfortunately, you know, I used to be one of those people that was like, I don't see race. You know, like, I'm I'm just, you know, everybody gets along. You know, I don't focus on that until all of these. um, I think Trayvon Martin was sort of the turning part, the turning point for me. And then um, I started seeing more and more. And then I was like, whoa. Like, you know, this is a real issue. And um, so I say all that to say, like, you know, even if these athletes do have millions of dollars, which, mind you, some of these NFL players do not. Right, they don't. You know, even still, still, at the end of the day, they're still black. Like, people still 
um, called LeBron James racial slurs. You know, um, Oprah told a story about how she was denied shopping at a certain store because, you know, she was black. You know what I'm saying? As rich as she is. So it doesn't matter how much money you have. At the end of the day, people that are racist will do whatever they can to make you feel inferior. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely a big issue. It definitely needs to keep being talked about. And even here, like on the podcast, people will say after this, like, why did you talk about that? Why why did you go there? I listened to it for such and such a reason. But it's like, I forget who just said it recently, but it's like, we need to be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, we have to have those conversations. It has to be had because that's, that's the point of this whole thing. Because I feel like if we don't talk about that, then everything from Colin Kaepernick to Neilan to all these things is like a waste if we don't talk about the real issue at hand. You know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely encourage that you know any way possible. Um, so and, and obviously we could do we could do this for hours. So um, we're gonna we're, you know we'll keep doing what we can about that and keep you know talking about it. But I just want to talk about some other things first before we come back to it or whatnot. Um, I, and a lot of these topics I have today are sports oriented because there's so much man. I'm telling you, sports, well, social media, everything is clashing with culture and social. You know, it's just crazy. But wait, um, do you know what's funny is how the last time I was on the show, I was like, well, if I can find something to talk about with sports, yeah. And now <laughs> and it's like, like well, you got your wish. You got exactly what you asked for. <laughs> so, so, um, so Cam Newton, Cam Newton, right? Oh my god! All right. So let, let's kind of preface this by the fact that okay, Cam Newton, you know. You, you you can take there's a lot of people who don't like Cam Newton straight off the top right there's just they don't like the way he acts um sometimes I feel like they don't like seeing this guy happy like there's just something about him they don't like for some reason they feel he's immature or whatever the case may be um but you know he made this comment about females female reporters she asked him a question about routes and or something the routes that people were running or whatnot and he was saying that it's funny to hear a woman talk about routes as if like you know, she shouldn't understand that or she can't understand that, whatever the case may be. And I don't know if he was joking. I don't know what his context was, but obviously in the, in the cult, in the world that we live in today, anything you say will be taken out of context. So, yeah. you know, it did if it or not, I don't know, but you know, you're, you're, you're a mother, you have a daughter. I mean, how, how did you feel when you heard this? I mean, did you just push it aside or did it, did it bother you? Like, how did you feel? Um, okay. So I will say this after, I will say this first. I actually used to like Cam Newton as an athlete. Um, and as a person, you know, I like for what he stood for previously. But even before this comment, I remember him making comments um, and being all all lives matter on his, you know, platform or right, whatever. And I was right. just like, you're an idiot. So when this happened, I was not um, surprised at all. Um, but from the way that he said it, I get what he was trying to say about like, you know, like football is mostly like a male sport and typically you won't hear, I I guess like the norm is you don't, I, you know, I'm not like a football, like junkie of some sort. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'll watch a football game. I love my lions, you know, and all of that. But, um, but yeah, so when he said it, it was I think it was the way that he said it too. Like he was just so I don't know. Did you like feel he like was, he was almost like condescending about it or something? Or? Yeah, he was. And it was just like his body language and all of that. And I was just like, you slime ball. Like he was just <laughs> he was like I it wasn't so much that like I was like offended, but I just thought he looked like an asshole. So like when he said it, I was just like, Okay, like yes, I guess it's like it would be like okay so I had this debate with a friend of mine and he was saying like um you know he was saying like it's funny because you don't normally hear women 
talking about football, like it's funny to me to hear you talk about hip hop and really know it because a lot of women don't really know hip hop like that. Right. Which I don't really know if that's true or not. I just know that I love it. So <laughs> I don't really know what other women know about it. Um, but so he was saying that, you know, he was saying that it was funny in that way. Um, but also Cam Newton's been in the league for how long? Has he never heard a woman talk about Ross before? Right. Like He's had to be around female reporters. and Yeah, like that was just so weird to me. I mean, and I guess... Like, so my friend was saying, like, it's sort of like how if a man was, like, talking to you about, like, contouring and pigmentation and highlighters and all that stuff, like, right. makeup, you would be like, huh? And I was right. like, okay, I get it. But it's the way that he said it. And and I don't think that he should have lost an endorsement deal. Like, I don't think that the fallout should have been that big. But I also know that he just said a lot of dumb stuff. And I think that he needs to really, um, like, his attitude is just all off. It I think rubs people really bad. It does. Yeah, like he's so I think this might just be the wake up call that he needed to be like, you know, I really say a lot of dumb stuff. And like, maybe I need to like evaluate the way that I communicate with people. Yeah. And and, and I fall victim to it, too, sometimes, even when you say like, you know, to your, to my son or whatever, like, oh, don't act like a girl. Don't cry like a girl. And it's like, oh, man, I'm kind of being not making that worded correctly. You know what I mean? Like, I probably shouldn't say that. You know what I mean? Like, it makes it sound yeah. like I'm dismissing <laughs> women in a way like they're weak or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's just something you're used to saying. You know what I mean? But you put this guy on a stage and you put him in front of people and he feels like he's in this, you know, personal space or whatever, but he says something that's going to get blasted across the world. And obviously, you know, it didn't come off right. You know what I mean? So it's like, I feel that's like we, so we, we definitely have to correct that in ourselves, as, you know, as a society. Yeah. But. Cause she's a reporter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she's for a reason, you know, like she's there for a reason. Give her some respect. You know what I'm saying? Like that just really pissed me off and rubbed me the wrong way. So like, yes, I get, what he is trying to say, but I'm just not a big Cam Newton fan um, because of his stupid remarks. And this just, I have no sympathy for him now. And I hope that he takes this and he really thinks about what he says. And he, you know, respects the next, the next woman um, sports reporter that he comes across. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that, um, you know, we talk about it a lot about women in the workplace and how hard it is for, from, obviously I can't speak from a woman's point of view. You can oh probably God, reference so this hard. more, but just, just to be taken seriously, right. That's a, that's a lot of problems for women. Yeah. Like, you hear that a lot. Like no one takes me seriously or, you know, whatever the, the case may be, but that obviously doesn't help in the, in the sports world on top of all that. Like women are finally breaking that barrier a little bit more. And, you know, to say that kind of knocks it back a little bit, right? Uh. That, that just touched a nerve because I'm thinking about, like, if I was in her... Because women have to go through so much. We have to um, go through, like, sexual harassment in the workplace. We have to go through men, you know, trying to set up meetings with us just to have a date. You know, like, <laughs> right, right. stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for her to have to go through all of this, for her to be well-versed in sports... And I know that, like, some tweets came out that she had posted like previously that were terrible. So I'm not defending her. Yeah. As a human she ain't being. perfect either, but you know, yeah, but I'm is. just saying that's her, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just saying her career, like for her to have gone through, um, you know, school and to learn so much about sports, um, and have to go through all that she has to go through as a woman, as a sports reporter, only to get in front of Cam Newton and have, you know, ask her a question. And she asked a pretty, you know, 
she asked a standard question to me. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a football player, but I know about routes. You know right, what I right, mean? Right, right, so right. Like, you know the general part of it. Yeah, I know the general terms. So, like, that was just so dumb to me. Like, so I, and I feel even more bad for her for having gone through that. I don't feel too bad because I know she wasn't all, she wasn't the best person <laughs> from the get-go. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I don't know, man. It's a lot of stuff going on out there. A lot of stuff. Internet is crazy. And what's funny is, um, I, I seen it. I, I seen you tweet about it. I tweeted about it. Um, the death of you know AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, rest in peace to AIM. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you know, it's funny because um, I, I don't know when that came out exactly. I want to say I was in like middle school or something. I'm not sure. Um, I probably even you're younger than me, I believe. So it's probably even earlier for you. But um, you know, when when the internet came out for me, at least in my life, like AOL and and all this kind of stuff, like it was so much different than it was now because it was something where you like didn't have it all day with you like we have now you went to a you know to a computer to log on you're like i'm gonna be on there at 5 p.m or whatever you know what i mean and like now it's like it's everything to us right we're fully immersed in it um so it's just so weird to see how it's completely taken over like it, it is literally like 24 7 our life you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's weird to hear like you know able and some messengers going away aim's going away i was like man what a what a crazy time. Like, like an era. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I got introduced to AIM through my sidekick when I had my... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you know, actually, no. Before that, I had it on my um, computer, but it wasn't long before I had my sidekick. So that was the first time I was on AIM. Um, and, yes, I remember it being, like, it was just such a part of our day-to-day. Like, we, I said this in a tweet, too, like, our away messages were, like, the original subtweets. Oh, yeah, you could yeah. you were like, <laughs> if you didn't like a girl or like if you did if you were like beefing with your man or whatever, like we would put up these hostilized like away <laughs> messages. <laughs> and you had and your profiles was, all decked out and everything, trying yeah, to explain who you were. So, oh my god, it was so funny. Yeah, aim was the truth, man. Aim was and like aim the screen names were so funny. Like the screen names were hilarious. They were hilarious. They were funny. They were crazy. Like the worst nicknames ever i don't even know what we were thinking i was trying to figure out what mine was because it was my my aim names were like so bizarre that i don't like quite remember like i think i had three different ones but they were just so weird and so embarrassing no lie i have my first one ever i still remember it. okay so when i when a lot of my family would call me bud or buddy right like some i don't know why some doll or something that was out when i was a little baby and so that's what I grew up. Like people calling me Bud or whatever, right? So when I when the internet came out, uh, had to get make a screen name. So like Bud, and then it's the internet. So like Bud Net, and then time because it's your time on the internet. I was like, Yo, Bud Net time. This is crazy. But I need to bring that back. That's so dope, man. It's so retro. Oh my god! If you bring that back, I will tease you mercilessly. Yeah, it was classic. I mean, and, and with the internet, there was like chat rooms. You know what I mean? There was some crazy chat rooms back yeah, in those days. Like. ASL. <laughs> yeah, ASL location. And then the website, you took like hours to like see them unfold in front of you. It was like crazy. It that was, was nuts. so fun. You know, oh my God. That was such good memories. Like those like chat room days and there was this game you know, I, I used to play so much. Now. <laughs> yeah, I know. There was this game I used to play called Slingo. Yo, I played the hell out of that game. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, Slingo, <laughs> man, it was a rap. It was crazy. Yeah, but, you know, things things change. The end of an era. But, you know, who was really using AIM? Like, I didn't even know it was still... I honestly thought it had gone yeah. away. Like, I didn't know anyone time. who was using it either. Like you said, yeah, I thought it died with the sidekicks, like you said, maybe. 
Yeah, no, like, yeah, I think like when the sidekicks went away, like AIM, I didn't even hear anything of it after that. Do sidekicks still exist? No, sidekicks. Those are fly too. That was another era. Now we're doing iMessage. (laughs) Yeah, it just keeps changing, keeps evolving. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's interesting, and 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 you know, so rest in peace to AIM. We wouldn't be, you know. We wouldn't be right if we didn't say that. We would be the savvy <laughs> tweeters that we are today. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we had that practice run. You know what I mean? Now kids are born straight into it. Now they just uh, jump straight into it. And, and, and speaking of the internet, I don't know. Did you see the Miami Dolphins coach thing? I didn't. What is that? Okay. So so this so this girl, um, I don't know what she is. I don't know if she's a model. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. What she was. I heard all kinds of stuff. But So she released this video. <laughs> Of a coach on the Dolphins, um, you know, enjoying himself, snorting some uh, some cocaine, talking crazy to the camera. Um, sugar bugger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was interesting. What did you think about that? Like from her side of the angle, like from what I looked at, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was so funny to me. Okay, there's three different reasons why. One, because you know they're obviously strict on like drug testing um, with athletes, so I just thought that was funny. Right. Um, two, the fact that like <laughs> the fact that he was snorting cocaine on video, like that was so like eighties. Like I don't know. Yeah. It just, and it was like in the Dolphins facility and everything. It was like crazy. Now, mind you, yeah, I know every yes, that's the thing too. He was like so out with it. And I know everybody in Miami does coke, so it's like you know, <laughs> not like, everybody. Like, Come on, Steph, not everybody. <laughs> don't don't kill me. Don't at me. <laughs> but, not everybody. Anyway, I know it's popular. Um, so uh, that was funny to me. And then third, what was like the most funny thing was when people. We're saying that she was like uh, a low key informant because she was like a black lady, like going in, yeah, and, like, yeah, to, like take down the establishment. With, yeah, like, this, you know, well, well I seen like these messages and stuff. I guess I don't know. She said she dated him or something, but um, I, I see- believe they did. She was probably like a um. I mean, I don't know what she was. I'm not going to speculate on what right, she right, was. Right, right, right. That happens all the time about with like you know certain women with these high profile men. And they party and, you know, yeah. they really let loose and let them, their true self show. Yeah. And she, I guess she said she released it because of, you know, she was kind of mad at the NFL for trying to say players got to, you know, stand up. But then, you know, they got so guys crazy. doing this kind of stuff. Like, yo, black excellence right there. <laughs> <Not even> <laughs> oh, it's crazy. I see that, that video. Crazy. I didn't even believe it at first. I was like, is this like an actor or something? This can't be real. Like, nobody you know, is. Nothing- surprises me now like nothing surprises me. yeah but i know but like in 2017 you just feel like people gotta know better like you would think so but maybe he's because he's of an older generation like i don't know if he just wasn't thinking about it but like i'm very hyper aware of like cameras like, yeah, for real. especially your own damn phone that you're recording with exactly like, you can pretty much bet that if you put a video if you send a video to somebody you might as well have accepted the fact that that thing could go anywhere you know what i mean like Oh, for sure. Once you give it to some person, it's a wrap. Like you, you, you've committed to that being released. You gotta just say, okay, this ends up on TMZ. Like I'm cool with this. <laughs> like yeah, you gotta already have a strategy. Like yeah, look, if it goes viral, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. What I'm gonna say. <laughs> that dude slipped up major. I'm like, yo, what is wrong Majorly. with this guy? But you know, it happens all the time. Men get so. No offense, <laughs> but men get. So... I have to take offense. Probably watch. Go ahead. So sloppy around <laughs> women sometimes. Like I don't know what it is, but like women really impair you guys' judgment. Like you just don't really think things through. Like 
I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get mad, but, but I, the Coke might have something to do with the impaired judgment. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> not I just mean, a woman. Yeah, he was out of there. He was like blowed out of his mind. That was crazy. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> believe it at first. I was like, this has got to be a joke. This can't be real. But yeah, it was real. He's really, he's really out here um, high as a kite and <laughs> living his best life with this Nubian queen. <laughs> exactly. Hey, listen, if he's enjoying it, he's enjoying it. But Right? Hey, to each what, is, what are the consequences for that? It just, did they say Yeah, like, he, well, he resigned. He resigned. There, there was no yeah, way. They yeah. were going to fire him either way, I'm sure. Yeah. But, fine. Uh, <laughs> hey, hopefully he uh hopefully he didn't blow all that money literally you know what i'm saying hopefully, hopefully he kept some of it in the, in the spot <laughs> hopefully he kept some of it oh but yo like okay so life is crazy right i was watching um on netflix i, I don't I, see whenever something comes on netflix or tv i don't ever want to spoil nothing for people so i gotta kind of step around it easily here but um i don't know if you've seen this uh this special called the long shot Okay, so there was like this. Um, it's, it's a Netflix original. I think it's new because I just seen it, but I'm not on Netflix like all day, so I don't know if it's new or not. But um, it was a story of this dude who got um, charged with murder for uh, murdering some girl. I think she was like 19 or something. But and any anyway, it's like it the way it unfolds. Um, I can't say what the outcome is, but like HBO was involved. Larry David, the guy who like created Seinfeld and everything. Like, all this is on this documentary, and it's like, obviously, that's crazy. I mean, I don't know how that all plays in together, but it was all in together. And um, it was a really good documentary, but it just kind of, <clears throat> the reason I'm bringing it up is because it just kind of showed that, like, one small detail in this guy's, like, day um, and how all these things came together, like, really affected his life. You know what I mean? Like, the one smallest detail of his day, like, if he would have done one thing differently, it would have been a totally different outcome. Do you know what I mean? I see what you're saying. I think about that all the time, but like, I mean, on a smaller scale, like anytime I'm running late, I'm like, well, and I didn't mean to run late. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm probably late because, like, if I would have gotten in the car, maybe something would have happened. Like, you know, exactly. Like, like that. Yeah. I just thought That's about that. I, I thought about that documentary. I mean, I highly recommend anyone, you know, to go check that out. But I just thought about it because, like, if this dude didn't put it on camera, if Kaepernick didn't kneel, if this, like, just all these little like, things, like. One little circumstance. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I would it. definitely watch it. And, and and it's not even that long. It's like I think it's like 40 minutes. It's less than an hour. Um, oh, okay. But it but it but it's it's good, man. It's it's interesting. Like when you start seeing like the, oh man, the way it comes together is just crazy. But it's it's a good it's a good thing. So the long shot. I can't spoil it. You know how bad I want to spoil it. Next time you come on, we're I'm gonna spoil no, it. I was gonna say we'll do a, a recap. Yeah, something. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so so what did i want to do with this you know I, we hit up a lot of these hot topics that i wanted to talk about um and so i kind of i'm trying to you know do things a little bit differently here i'm trying to have you know this this weekly show here where it's a little different than the norm so um one thing i wanted to do was start uh, because i because i'm so into to sharing things right like when people share stuff with me i've like i've been introduced a lot of good podcasts music whatever like we've all been introduced to things food clothes whatever um that somebody shared with us and so I figured, why not start sharing things on this podcast, like once a week, whether, like I said, it's a show, an artist, like whatever, any, anything at all. Um, and so this week I wanted to share actually an artist, a hip hop artist, Russ. You familiar with Russ? Yes, Okay. So, so I wanted to share it because to me, like, I just got introduced to his music, I want to say like a month ago. Um, 
And when I when I heard the music, I was like, dude, this dude's this guy's really good, right? And I'm like, but mm-hmm. how do I not know this guy? So I like went to social media and the guy had like over a million followers and stuff. And I'm like, what? Like I, I, I like to say that I'm someone that's in tune with everything. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't want to ever be that guy that's like, oh, he's old. Mm-hmm. He don't know what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Like he's not with the time. So I'm like, how did I not know <laughs> of Russ? What what do you think's the case with that? Why do I, why have I not heard of Russ, Steph? Russ is one of those people, one of those rappers that is like, is like, was sort of like a underground phenom. Like he's one of those, he's one of those rappers that like only the cool kids know. Like you know, <laughs> oh, like so no, you were saying I'm not a no cool kid until a month ago. No, I honestly didn't know about him. <laughs> I didn't know about him until like very recently too, like probably like a few months ago. Um, but you know, he's a young kid. Like he's like a well, I think he's. I can't say kid. He's probably like three years younger than me. So he's not like, you know, it's not too much of an age difference. I'm not going to yeah. age myself. Um, <laughs> All these fine anyway, details. Yeah, that's what it is. He's one of those, um, but he's one of those artists that is really gaining a lot of momentum. And I think that he, I don't think that's a bad thing. Like I actually like that his music is really good and he has like a really strong fan base and the fans that he has are fans that genuinely love his music and that really really love him as a rapper um but i think that when you have that strong of a core fan base when you do start to get the publicity and when your marketing does start to come come into play then you really blow up i look at chance for instance like chance the rapper yep had such a strong fan base for so long and then once he started to get more publicity people were like whoa this guy is awesome like you know, who is he? And then, you know, we heard coloring book and it was like, you know, now he's like one of the biggest rappers in the world. So I love his, I love Russ's progression. So that's probably why you haven't heard about him, but he's very, very popular. He has a strong fan base and I love his music. I like him as a person too. He's pretty cool. Yeah. I think I want to say I've seen an interview of his or something somewhere. And, um, it was something that probably got some attention somewhere. I forget where what happened, but um, I seen it. And I was like, "Yo, who is this dude?" Like, I watched the whole interview and not knowing who he was. You know what I mean? It was like one of those cases. I'm like, "Who is this guy?" Even, and then I searched him up and I was like, "Damn, how did I not hear this music before?" So it's like now it's like constant rotation. So I just feel like if anyone is in the boat that I was in and, and wasn't familiar with him, like, go get familiar with his music. And it's not even like all. It's hard to explain like the style, right? I mean, I wouldn't say straight hip hop, would you? No, I wouldn't say he's straight hip hop. He's more like an uh, I, I like to call it like alternative rap. Mm-hmm. So he's like a he like sings and has melodies and yeah, all kinds of like stuff. He, yeah, exactly. Like he's not like a, a straight hip hopper. So. And some of it's angry. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's dope. And it sounds pretty real. I mean, yeah, it doesn't. It sounds like I love that about I love that about his music though, and and I like that about this newer generation of artists too. I know that. Um, a lot of these artists I don't really rock with like that, but like with um, people like him where the music is like authentic and when it's really like, you know, the, him really expressing himself, I'm a fan of, of music like that. Yeah. No matter what genre it is. Yeah, me too. And then, and, and, and he also has the um, event, I have to plug Rap Radar's <laughs> event on October 16th in New York at the Highline Ballroom. Um, but they're going to have like an interview with him. So I'm interested in, I think it's like a, um, I don't know if they're going to be airing it live or what I think they are, but it's going to, um, I'm really interested to see like what he talked about. Is it going to be like a Q and A or just a straight up interview you think? or what? Yeah, like a Q and A. It's like how their regular, I, I think it's how their regular podcast format is going to be. Okay. Um, and they're just going to ask him 
like, you know, basic que- or questions that we all want to know, maybe questions that people haven't asked before. And maybe they'll do like some audience Q&A or something like that. Because yeah. I know there's going to be an audience there. So Yeah, he's definitely getting his buzz. And then, you know, a lot of times you see stuff. And, and like when I when I see people who I don't know and then I see like that kind of following, I'm like, do they buy followers? Like what's going on here? You know, but it yeah. seems like for him, it's 100% organic. And, and, and the one reason I knew it was real because, you know, mining your guy, Gary V actually had him on his show had him on his show and i was like gary v only fucks with the real ones you know what i mean like he knows what's real and what's not he even says it on his show like you can fool the dumb people but you're not gonna fool the smart people like me you know what i mean so i'm like damn yeah. this guy's legit he's he's buzzing and, and, and the one thing i like is is from watching every well, for me whenever i hear something new and i like it i start to consume like a lot of it right like interviews mm-hmm. everything and i heard like you know his journey was super long like he said he was putting out videos like every single day like new songs for like nine years straight before it just popped one day you know what i mean or you know mm-hmm. gradually popped i guess you would say um but i like the story you know just as much as the music that's so. the case for a lot of artists and people don't really understand like they like you know you might see Russ and you're like oh he's like an overnight sensation or like you know he just came out of nowhere and it's like no he really was grinding for a really long time right. and I respect his grind and that's what a lot of a lot of people and he's so young so for him to understand that um well, I'm sorry he's 25 why do I keep thinking he's like 19 I don't know <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, forget that you actually have to work. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? they always think it's overnight success. There's no such thing. Yeah, so I'm glad to see him getting his shine. It's well-deserved. And, you know, he seems like a really cool guy. I've listened to, like, a couple of his interviews as well. And I agree with, um, you know, a lot of things that he says. He just seems like a really dope person. Yeah, he's really forward, too. He don't, like, hold back. So yeah. it's good. So, again, just a quick recommendation. Go check out his music. Check out what he does. It's it's good stuff. I like it. Steph likes it. That's got to count for something. <laughs> a self. She says she's a hip hop head. She's proved it. You got to take her advice here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so that's those those were kind of you know a lot of the things that I want to talk about here today. I mean, do you have anything that you that you feel like we missed maybe or that we really need to talk mm-hmm. about? Do I have anything? Do I have any recommendations? I know you got recommendations. It's whether you're trying to keep them to yourself. Or no, you're no, no. To share them. You want to? You want to hold? Out. How don't don't hold out on us. Special that I needed to like that. I felt like I wanted to plug, but I don't. But you know what? I've been listening to Janae Aiko's album Trip. A the lot. New album, right? Oh my! It's so good. Like it's so good. There's some songs that I like literally have on repeat. And it annoys people, but like I love her album. Yeah, she's super talented. She's very talented. She's a great songwriter. I think that her, um, I know that she gets criticized because she's not like a powerhouse vocalist, but not everybody needs to be. Nah. Like, you know, she has a nice, soothing um, voice. She can sing on key, and I know that she can, you know, sing with bravado when she needs to. So I'm not really like opposed to her singing style. Yeah. But I just love her music. It puts me like in a really zen state. And she says a lot of things that like girls want to say. Yeah. <laughs> so I, definitely- I mean, I was gonna say, you know, like you said, she doesn't have that that vocal that you're talking about that people look for a lot. But I like that style that she has. It's different. And like you said, it's calm. It's like chill, you know? I don't need everybody to sing like Whitney and Beyonce <laughs> and Mariah, okay? Yeah, we don't, we don't need, need that. that everybody. We got, we got enough of it, you know what I mean? I like the whisper singing every once in a while. You know, it's nice, calming, soothing. She has a good voice. Yeah, and she's worked with a lot of like talented people, so that's how you know she's legit. Like, obviously, yeah, her and Big Sean got a thing a going lot. on, but... um. Yeah, she's worked with like Childish Gambino and all kinds of people. Yeah. 
She's and her, and yes, and she's practically a Detroiter because she's dating the Prince of Detroit, Big, Big Sean. Sean. <laughs> Big Sean. Another beast, another beast. I know, right? Oh my God. Speaking of, did you hear Eminem's Cypher? I didn't hear it yet. I just seen it on like Twitter. I seen like the, the headline, oh and I'm like, I got to hear this. Yo, it's so it tied into the whole Trump thing. Like, he just fast. I was so proud. And like, I love his beard too, this beard thing. Oh, yeah. The new look. <laughs> I, when I seen him, I didn't even know who he was one day. I was like, what? Yeah, it's so crazy. He doesn't even look like himself. It's brown, but, it's brown not blonde. Yeah, he was like spoken word shady. Like it was so dope, and he really spaz. He went for like four minutes, I think. Um, but it was like the one of the best things I've seen in a while. I love Eminem, obviously, but that was just exactly what my little hip hop soul needed. <laughs> yeah, I gotta check that out. Especially, uh, I seen an interview with Fifty Cent recently. I don't know if it was Hot ninety seven, Power one hundred five, which one it was. But he was talking about Eminem and how he like wants him to just put his stuff out already, put music out. You know what I mean, like in the age that we're in now it's like kind of what it is like you just keep feeding it feeding it feeding it you know what i mean and yeah, eminem, I mean, t- eminem tends to you know to take 10 years off come back 10 years off come back that's what it feels like you know what i mean yeah he does that all the time and then also like eminem has different styles of rapping that aren't really um and i and i can't you know obviously don't know what's going through his head but i know what's popular now in music and what he does is so different from that like and even with the stuff that like Eminem used to do with D12, like it was so sort of like I call it cartoon rap because it's sort of no disrespect, but it's like right, right. you know playful, like playful rap. You know what yeah. I mean? So he was, um, but then he can also be very serious, and then he would be very violent. Yeah, <laughs> and then he can make like these hips, like my I mean these hits, like my name is, and you know he's just he's so versatile um, as a rapper. But he's so versatile as a rapper. I think maybe he might just be trying to find his groove or something. I don't really know. But, like, I just know. And then sometimes it's best to just work on something until you know it's, like, super dope rather than, like, rushing and putting it out. But at the same time, you don't want to wait too long. What do they say? Like, perfection is the enemy of completion or Yeah, something? I believe so. Because you, if you try to yeah, be perfect, you like never that. finish it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, I hope he doesn't wait too long. But I think he might just be trying to, you know, figure out what's the right sound and what he wants to put out. But I hope it's soon because I love Eminem. I'm a huge M fan, and it just will make me so happy. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Detroit bias aside, right? Put that aside. Yeah. Still. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that it's all Detroit bias included. <laughs> I don't know. He's been hanging out with Dre too long, Take hiding all that music from us. That's what he's I know. Doing. You know, that's I, I always think about that. Like, I always think about, like, I wonder what, like, Eminem and Dre work on, like, on their downtime. Yeah. You know, like, how you're with your friends, like, how, you, how like, you know, you've been around people that make music, I'm sure. But, yeah. like, you know, you sit around the studio and y'all are just, like, goofing around and stuff like that. Like, I wonder how many things they have like that that are actually pretty fire. Yeah. Like, I mean, can you imagine being in a session with those two, like, just sitting there and, like, oh taking God. that in? That'd be crazy. I cannot even... I can't even imagine. Like, I would gag. I would faint. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm such a big fan of Dre, too. Like, man, West Coast hip-hop, like, West Coast rap is my... It has, like, a special place in my heart. Like, I love West Coast rap. I've always listened to Dr. Dre. Like, man, even when I was too young. <laughs> Have you ever lived on the West Coast, or you've always been in Detroit or Michigan or whatever? No, I've always been in. I've always been in Michigan for the most part. I lived in North Carolina for a little bit, but not not for longer than a couple of years. But um, I've been in Michigan all my life. 
But my mom actually introduced me to Tupac when I was younger. Okay. She loved rap music. She loved Tupac. She loved DMX. She used to listen to... um, She used to listen to everybody. But, like, I remember her being a huge Tupac fan. She had, like, all his albums. And... She's a minister too, mind you. But wow. <laughs> but she introduced me to rap music and like I just been like ever since then I was just such a huge fan of like West Coast rap and I went back and listened to like NWA and then I listened which made me listen to Q, which made me listen to Dre. So like that's how my love of like hip hop was sort of born from like my mom really having such an interest in it and I was just like, This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's dope. It's always good when your parents like pass some stuff down to you. You know what I mean? Like when you when you get some yeah, good stuff. The good that, stuff. There's some negative dope. shit, but the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, most of the time parents be like, don't listen to that. And my like my parents have always been super supportive of my love for hip hop. Like they they never said like you can't buy that album. Like they always yeah they always you know try that. like let me listen to whatever. So I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, they always try that. Don't always work though. Yeah, but yeah. definitely listen to the Eminem Cyphers. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> Put this Russ on pause and check that out. Yeah, you have to. Let me so, know what you think. Yeah, I for sure will. You'll, let, you'll know. You'll see me on Twitter with it. So, I mean, we covered everything I, I wanted to cover. We hit all the hot topics, all the, all the things that we really wanted to discuss. We threw out some recommendations. We did everything here. This was fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad that we got a chance to do this again. And I have a mic now. I feel all official. Yo, this is, this is really official. <laughs> Last time we did it, you were on a phone, right? Just a regular cell phone? Yes, I was on struggle mode. Yeah. And I only was on a phone. <laughs> I was in a battle at the time with T-Mobile. They have I have horrible service in my um in my place, so I was like trying to have them send me yeah. a booster fee. Yeah, it, it was a battle. It sounded like you were you know you had to get to the roof to get it to start working right. You were like, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this one way or the other. We're gonna get this happen. I know. <laughs> so the mic was definitely a good look. Definitely yeah. improvement. Um, for for those who don't remember last time or knew didn't know, where where can they find you? You know, on on Twitter and how to you know check your work and stuff like that. So you guys can find me on Twitter at StephSherelle underscore. And you can find me on Instagram. Wait, what else? Instagram and Snapchat <laughs> at StephSherelle, no underscore. And you can find um, information about my marketing business at smitchellmarketing.com. And that's it. I highly recommend they do all of those things. Thank You're you. You're pretty active on all those spots. You got good I stuff. I try, try. You know, you do your I thing. Not, not that you know anything about marketing, but you know, you know, you do a lot there. <laughs> nah. Yeah, she, she's really good at it. So check her out. Um, follow her in all those places. And hopefully, you know, you come back and we do this again. Hopefully you go watch a long shot like you said. Hopefully you don't I, break the I promise. I definitely will. And, I'm going to uh, have a movie night and watch the long shot. Let, <laughs> let me know. We'll spoil it for everybody. We'll come back on and be like, listen, we won't even throw a spoiler alert at them. We'll just go straight into it. Like, just listen. We'll just open we'll just open the episode straight up with what happens at the end. The first thing they hear, they won't hear anything else. No intro, no nothing. <laughs> You're gonna be like someone the long shot when this happens. <laughs> Can you believe straight out the gate? Straight out the gate. That's what we're gonna do. So listen, Steph, it was a good it was, this was fun. I enjoyed it. We'll, we'll we'll do this again definitely. We'll definitely reconnect here soon. Let's do it let's do it sooner than last time though. I know we definitely look with all the craziness that's going on. I'm sure we will find some topics to talk about. Very yeah, soon. they're gonna keep feeding us. I, I don't think it's gonna yes. let up. <laughs> I don't think Twitter's gonna let us down. That's that's <laughs> the life source. <laughs> hey, well, you have a good night. I appreciate you, and everybody follow her. Follow her. She's worth it. She's definitely good. Follow I appreciate me. it. <laughs> have a good night. You too.
Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good episode. Shout out to Steph, Steph Sherell underscore on Twitter. Uh, just Steph Sherell, I believe, on Instagram. You guys are smart, though. You can figure that out. You can find her. You, I, I trust you guys are smart. Smart enough to figure that out. Again, guys, we're going to do more of these kind of episodes. I really enjoy them, you know, talking about stuff that are going on in the world, you know, in music and entertainment and, and culture and just all these things that need to be talked about. So it's fun. So this was a good episode. Um, shout out to Steph. Like I said, hopefully we'll do more of these uh, with her and we'll try to mix it up with other people, too. We'll see what, what we got uh, going on here in the world these days to talk about. But again, it was fun. I highly recommend just 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 to remind you guys, Russ. Look up his music on the outro. I'm going to play a small clip of one of his songs. I say a small clip because I want you to go listen to all his music. If I give you the music, then you're not going to go look for it. So I'm going to give you just a small sample size so that you're like, damn, this is this is fire. And uh, I highly recommend you go uh, get his albums and all that other good stuff. Very good. Very good artist. I'm telling you, the Netflix documentary, all these things. You just got to go check them out for yourself. And, and of course, I want to hear what you guys got to say about some of these topics we discussed. I want to hear what you think about Russ's music. I want to hear what you thought about the Netflix documentary after you see it. I want to hear from you guys. So at Clock Dodgers, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, all those good places. You can find us there, Facebook, uh, anything. Whatever your outlet is, find us there. Let's talk about it. Let's connect. That's what we're here for. We're here to connect with each other. Don't waste this, this crazy ride we're on. <laughs> don't waste it this podcast is brought to you by no halftime you guys know that our wonderful sponsor shout out to them no halftime.com if you guys aren't playing daily fantasy sports you must not like to win money i don't know i don't know what it is you must not enjoy sports i mean that's fine some people don't but i'm telling you if you play daily fantasy sports there's no better way to do it i'm just saying use the promo code clock i'm just saying 50 50 bonus on your first deposit, I'm just saying, no halftime. Shout out to no halftime. Hey guys, I got some, um, I got a couple of episodes just waiting to be released. Let's just put it that way. And the next one coming up is none other than my returning guest, Ian McLaughlin. For guys who have been li- for you for you guys who have been listening for a while now, you know who he is. He's a neuroscientist. Um, you know, smart dude. The conversation, you guys know. Whenever I talk to different guests i was you know i'm always looking for certain things that maybe you don't hear too often that's not discussed a lot um we 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 talked about some serious stuff you know some deep stuff um and then we had some fun also as always the conversations always you know they they go up and down so look forward to that episode coming out probably midweekish maybe end of the weekish we'll see we'll see how the schedule goes um when we'll drop it we'll see no promises but it's there and it's waiting if you haven't subscribed to the Cloud Dodgers podcast, I would I would really appreciate it if you do. If you're new, if you're just listening, this is your first episode ever because Steph was on it. Well, keep keep listening and keep doing this more and keep uh keep coming back and and share it with your friends and your family. We, 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 the word of mouth is, uh, you know, you can't put a value on that. So if you enjoyed this. If the least you could do is just share it with somebody else or tweet it out or, you know, post it on Instagram or on your Facebook or something, just any, you'd be surprised how just that little bit helps. It's clocked out your family, CDF. It's what we rep. You know what I mean? And that's what we're here for. And the the, the more people that we, you know, we throw onto this, this family, the, the better things just happen to get. It's just the way it is. The more people we connect with and it's just the way it is. That's all there is to it, guys. 
clockdodgers.com tons of unique content articles if you're really into sports it's a great place to check like fantasy football and stuff like that um, lots of good stuff there but there's other things too it's not just that and if you're interested in contributing to cloud.dodgers.com hit me up on email hit me up on twitter hit me up on instagram wherever you want if you think you have something to offer to clock dodgers whether it be to write whether it be just giving feedback or topics for the podcast whether it's suggesting a guest maybe you have a guest in mind that you know personally um hit me up if you if you want to sponsor the podcast and you feel like you have a good uh product that you feel the clock dodger family needs to know about if you know somebody who owns a business or whatever it is a website or anything they want to promote or advertise hit me up hit me up we can talk we can talk there's different avenues there's different things we could do you know and again this is all about connecting you it's it's, it's pretty awesome you know just through this family that we've built this network that we've built the 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 incredible people that you know i bump into because of it shout out to everybody I don't want to hold you up any longer. I got other episodes to get to you guys, right? We got conversations to be had. <laughs> we got lives to live. Have a beautiful day. Have a great day. Have a fantastic day. I always tell you guys, make somebody smile. It's easy. It's easy. You can do it. Today's the day. As always, be kind. Be great. Keep dodging. Russ is going to take us out. Again, if you haven't downloaded his music yet, if you haven't got the albums, if you haven't supported it, if you haven't gotten a ticket to his show, something. I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta support these talented people. That's important for our for our culture, for our, us as a people, not just artists. I mean anything. Anything that someone does that they create, you gotta support it. It's important. All right, guys. For real this time. Be kind, be great, keep dodging. Visit clockdodgers.com for more unique content. Connect with us now by following at Clock Dodgers on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. I call it Lola She feel like the ocean Like to drink and smoke some Doja And I feel like smoking Plus she good at charming Cobras I feel like I'm chosen But she ain't the only one No Got the chick I call her Katia She be acting bougie Then she came through and tied me up Now she just a groupie Got the aura of the mafia Her friends wish they knew me But they ain't the only ones No what they want, what they want, what they want Dollar signs, yeah, I know it's what they want What they want, what they want, what they want Y'all ain't fooling me at all For the ones who get going when the going gets tough And the ones who know we're tougher together For the pathfinders breaking new ground Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry As well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.